Hi and welcome back. It's episode number seven, the ego and how it gets in the way of any relationship, healthy growth that you are expecting. Yeah, and the ego is, is I mean, it's working in the background like DOS. Um, and it, it takes people to places that, then you know, it, it basically operates in your subconscious. And if you're aware of it, you already starting to win. Um, not knowing about the ego is a problem and, and it causes you to, to actually defend yourself like your life depends on it. And you, you not only can't afford not being right, but you also have to prove that other person wrong. And as you can imagine, this is an absolute disaster within the confines of a relationship. This is a cause arguments, fights. Um, I mean, unbelievable chaos in your relationship um so if you're having problems problems in this area don't fret join us and we'll try to help you untangle that today hi i'm colin and i'm elitia we're the host of when When love Love Works. works this podcast is about the real work of relationships Each episode will focus on the how-tos of building, repairing, and sustaining healthy relationships. Yeah, the goal of the Win Love Works podcast is to provide our listeners with the education, practical techniques, and options to be successful across all their relationships. So So let's let's get get into into it. it. Welcome, welcome. Today in this episode, we address the ego, a topic that I know you've heard us share a few times before in previous episodes, but today we want to talk about the ego and specifically its impact on a relationship's growth. Yeah, we're going to do a deeper dive. The letter this week reads, Hi, Cullen and Aletia. I am writing you because I don't know what else to do. I feel like I'm walking on eggshells all the time. My husband is one of those people that excels at everything. He's, he is great at his job. He's a great husband, a great father, and an overall person. Great overall person. He's awesome, and I tell him this regularly. But he nor me are perfect, and our relationship isn't perfect either. I make it a point to never criticize him, but occasionally I see the need to address him about something we need to take on developmentally for our relationship journey. It is never an indictment on him. Notice I said it's something we need to do. I think it's just a real opportunity to grow around real needs. Most of the time I am careful to watch my tone. And when, I'm, when I know I'm too upset to talk without a negative tone, then I will wait to address him or leave him a note. But regardless how I proceed, it always seems to result in him becoming defensive and angry. Even when his actions have caused me some emotional harm, And when I bring it to his attention, his first impulse is to attend to his alibi instead of attending to my well-being. Nothing nothing he has ever done is unforgivable, but it's like hell not being able to address real concerns that come up. Do you have any suggestions on how to get him to see I'm not attacking him? I'm just trying to help us. Mm, That's a good one. This letter is a great springboard into a conversation about how the ego impacts teamwork and how it just impacts relationship growth. Because if you want your relationship to grow healthily, 
and for your relationship to be positive, then you're going to have to kill the ego. So yeah. we're all on the same page. Just so we're all on the same page when we talk about ego. Because like I said, I know we sprinkled the word ego here and there in previous relationships. But I want us to be very clear and on the same page this episode. So let's drop the definition of ego. How we want us to all be on the same page and understanding the ego. We'll share the definition of ego right here. Yeah. And we don't. I, I just want to make it clear. We don't have to kill the ego. But we definitely have to dethrone it. Yes. And, you know, so I want to give you uh, the, the definition, our definition here at When Love Works. We define it as, you know, the ego is a false, very limited version of you based on your latest achievements and acquisitions. And it lives and dies off labels. Hmm. That's a good definition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in this letter, the partner, she talked about all of her partner's labels. She said he's a great husband, great employee, great father. So it's easy to see a lot of labels were operating in that relationship. And, you know, and you could, the anyway, I'll, I'll get to that later. But the ego stays alive by getting you to identify with your things, your positions, and other non-permanent things. If your ego is active, then you believe that when you win, you're a winner. But you also believe that when you lose, you're a loser. Mm. And the ego will also prompt you to believe that you only are as good as your latest achievement or acquisition. So, all right, <laughs> and that, with that type of dynamic going on, you're always striving and working. And, you know, and when that position dries up, when the acquisition is lost or the thing dies, so do you. And as long as you were caught in the grasp of the ego, you will die many times in this way. Mm-hmm. So as you might imagine, the ego is afraid all the time. Mm-hmm. It's afraid that you will realize that you are not your ego at some point after going through all this ridiculousness. Mm. Why is it ridiculous? What do you mean? A lot of us walk around saying we are our things. Yeah. We are our labels. What do you mean I'm not a great this and a great that? Yeah, yeah the ego is tricky. We know the ego could be a problem for everyone, but the reason that we're talking about ego here, and it's a full episode in this season one, Relationship 101, specifically, we're all about re-education, right? And the ego is particularly problematic for people in intimate relationships. We don't want anyone listening to this podcast to think that being in a great relationship will exempt you from falling prey to the ego. Again, the ego could be problematic for everyone and specifically problematic for people in relationships. So don't think you can't fall prey. You, right. You're not exempt for two main reasons. The first is just by definition, a relationship is a connection between two people. Plain and simple, right? So one of the first reasons that you could fall prey to the, uh, the ego in an intimate relationship is that connection that's between two people. The ego is going to attempt to get you to reduce that sacred connection into just another acquisition. Yep. Like I bagged the great girl or I bagged the great man. I got I got the the best girlfriend out of the bunch or you know, I got the, the 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 excellent boyfriend. I nailed it. I I I you know, I bagged it. And again, those may be true statements, but the definition of a relationship is a connection between two people. So you're throwing out the connection part to really put on some labels. Right. That's the first reason the ego trips up people in some relationship. The second reason is that the ego blocks 
that type of conversation that has to happen along your relationship journey. You know, the one that helps you two transition from being two independent strangers into interdependent partners who are working together to build this life together. Yeah. That's the, it, it's going to try to trap, trip that up. It's like, no, we can't have these conversations. So you find people that are stunted and they never get into the interdependency part. They're still operating in that independent part. Yeah. You know, intimate relationships are already tricky enough, you know, without the ego involvement. Because each person is typically more sensitive to their partners because you matter to each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and people in relationships, they, I mean, they're at the top of the list of people that matter to you. So, you know, look, case in point, if I were to come and, I, and I've said this in one of our form of uh, broadcast, if I said something about, about your haircut, you wouldn't even care. But if your wife says something, it will have an impact, regardless how thick your skin is. Mm-hmm. So, so couple this inherent sensitivity that comes with being in a relationship, um, and with the with the with the ego and all of the stuff that it brings to the table, and you, it's like dousing ga- ga- dousing gas on a proverbial fire. I mean, it can do irreparable damage mm-hmm. to your relationship. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Because of this, we've seen couples break up because the ego temporarily blinds them to the, like, I mean, great relationships, but the ego can make you focus just on it and how it's derailed everything for a minute. And people just feel like they, they've they gotten to a place of irre- you know, ir- irreconcilable differences mm-hmm. errantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're fortunate that there are some times and we stress that this doesn't happen often and we want the numbers to increase, but there are some times where couples get help and they say, listen, we want to do some work before it gets to the place of us splitting up. We want to recognize what is going on. So there are times where we've worked with couples to determine whether the source of their challenge was the ego flaring up yeah. or whether it was something much deeper. Right. So in the case of the couple in this letter, the husband was choosing to preserve himself, his ego self, over addressing the issues in his relationship that were problematic. Right. Because remember, he was the great husband, the, the, the great, all those different labels. So right. he was preserving those labels more over the relationships. And right. so that's why this week's true trigger is the ego chooses me over us. This example, this letter is a great yes. example of how we come to the truth trigger for this week. Go throughout this week and the rest of your entire relationship life thinking about how, wow, the ego going to choose me over us. So if you're trying to be in a healthily, remember we said a healthy, positive, growing, developing relationship, then recognize the ego is a deterrent. It will right. choose you over the us. Right. Yep. And right now you're probably wondering, well, okay, Cullen, all right, Alicia, you keep on talking about this ego. What is the real work to get rid of this to, to, to counter, counter the ego? Yeah. Like, what, what's that involved? Because I want right. to know how to counter it. I know it might flare up. I know it happens in intimate relationships. I know sometimes I'm blinded by it. I know sometimes I probably split up with somebody errantly because we were really in our ego and it wasn't really the relationship. We throwing right. away the whole relationship because we in our ego. So how do I counter it? So I'm glad you asked. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for asking that question. Right. For the answer, though, I'm going to reference one of our favorite um, spiritual authors, teachers, Eckhart Tolle. 
And he said that being conscious of the ego is the beginning of the end of your ego's reign. Right. Being conscious of it. Yeah. So the first step to counting the ego is to recognize what the ego is. Now, we already gave you the definition of the ego earlier. Right. So your first step is to recognize what it is. Have that definition in your head. Mull over it over until you get it. Right. And then the second step to counting the ego is to recognize when you are operating in it. Yeah. Remember the consciousness component that Tole just referred us back to. So when you find yourself out of ease, now that's a great indicator that you probably have moved into your ego. Because you may be saying, okay, all right, for my second step, how do I know when I'm operating in it? Right. Whenever you're not at peace, whenever you're sort of like out of your just ease. Right. That's probably you done moved into one of those roles, one of those titles. But you can also stop mid-conflict and get yourself back at peace by assessing whether you're operating your ego. If you are in mid-conflict and you say, oh, I'm operating in my um, position as a big sister or I'm operating in my... Yeah, my maleness or my role. I mean, like all those things, these things aren't you. I mean... They, your roles aren't you. They change. They're going to come and they're going to go. And moreover, you, the, 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 the real you is the you that's always going to be there. Mm -hmm. It can't transition into something else. Mm -hmm. Can't change. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, when you remove the ego, you will have escaped a performance-based existence. And the, the two of you, both you and your partner can just be. Mm -hmm. Imagine that. The two of you being able to peel away everything that is not truly you and just be together with, un, with, un, with one another without any affectations. You hear me? No labels, no roles, yes. no expectations. Just be. Yeah. Especially in an in intimate relationship. When you two are no longer playing the role of boyfriend that has to have all the answers or girlfriend who has to be perfect or whatever you're doing, you two get to build genuine relationships and just show up and be. What could be more liberating and refreshing than that? Mm -hmm. That's a great way to live. Listen, y'all, without the ego, with the ego out of the way, even your disagreements will take on a new energy. That's why we had to devote an entire episode to it because right. we know it's power when it's when it's in a relationship, but we also know the power when it's out, out of the relationship. Right. Now imagine having a relationship, the ego out of the way, right. and y'all having disagreements. That looks totally different now. Yeah. Instead of them being all out verbal warfare, or even if you're saying, okay, I'm in a relationship and we don't scream, but we know, you know what I'm talking about with the new energy, right? Instead of them being all out warfare, they can actually be calm, collaborative conversations that can spark and drive you both to grow, pivot if y'all need to, and create the cultural building blocks for your shared life together. Around that issue, whatever yeah, that issue whatever is. That is. Imagine that. That's a whole new way of having a disagreement. That's a whole new way when the right. ego's out the way, though. So getting to that place where the ego is not in your relationship is not hard, right. but it can be tricky. Right. Listen, we've done the work, too. We're not on this journey minus actually having to experience this. So we know getting to it is not hard. It's just maybe a little bit tricky, mainly because we are creatures of habit. And without even recognizing it, we easily default back into ego. Listen, sometimes you could go back to work and get back into your ego mode. Imagine if you go back to work and you the, you and the boss, you the boss, you 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 the uh, the new guy, right? You the 
not even at work. What about in your family? You you come home and you the parent. You back into the yeah. ego role. The oldest, you know. You a sibling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. The black lady or the black guy. Or the black you the guy friend. on the job. The only one on the job. And mm-hmm. That type of stuff. That, mm-hmm. None of these things are you, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but they easily, we slip back into them. We are creatures of habit. But you have to know when you're operating in it. Whenever you're in this ease, you're out of your, your little peace. Recognize, hmm, which one am I operating in? Which role am I taking on right now? Am I saying, oh, I'm the friend. I'm the I'm the parent right now. I'm the I'm the boss. Yeah, that's probably that's probably gonna trip you up in your relationship. The ego has no place in relationships. When you remove it, it could take on a whole new energy. Now, if you feel like you revert back to the ego a lot, and you don't even know when you slip back into it, when you're whether you're at home, uh, work, traveling, you don't even know. Like you think, you don't even know what your outside of ego look like. Or if you don't even know when you're operating in the ego or some sort of variation of just questions about it, make sure you go to our website at winloveworks.com and schedule a consultation. The ego looks different, but it it recognizes that it wants to be you. So it's going to take on a role that's going to be very easily tricky to you that you may believe that's really you showing up in it. So if you want to do like more work and figuring out weight, Am I even, do I know I'm operating the ego or am I always slipping back to it when I go to work and then I come home and that's why my relationship is doing all these funny things? Let's have a sidebar conversation. Go to our website and schedule a consultation around that. We can help you with that. Yeah. Before we wrap up, I want to make it clear that, you know, the couple that was in the letter that we wrote, I mean, that was, that, that we featured this week, I just want to make it very clear. They were a strong couple. Yeah. They had a ton of positive relationship culture in place. They love each other, really love each other, and they're committed to working together. And they got tripped up over this thing. So I can't stress enough how tricky the ego is. I mean, when it's in place, it can fool you into thinking that losing an argument is death. Like, I mean, you've, we've all seen, I, we live in New York City, and we've seen people, like, screaming at the top of their lungs, into a cell phone, you, you, you know, with a, with a uh, significant other. And I know it doesn't just he- exist here. They're, they're probably doing it in their cars in other cities. But we're more, more of a public transportation type city. So, you know, you're walking around and you're seeing this stuff. And, and that, that stress is real. And, they were, and that the ego tricked them into believing. I lose this argument. It's the end of the world. And a lot of times the conversation we've spoken to, some couples, and they told us the original thing that they were argue, arguing about is so small. But what happens is, you know, people, you know, the two of you really matter to each other. So you can't stand the thought of being, you, of your image being diminished in front of the person that you love and care about so much. Mm-hmm. And the ego convinces you that you always have to be achieving. So you can't afford a negative label. And... It, it has to be positive labels or nothing else. Mm. Mm-hmm. Th- these people were ready to throw their relationship away, even though they were had 90% positives in place. Mm. This is from their own mouths. Know that in an intimate relationship, love is big enough. They, it, I'm sorry, in, the, in, the, in, the, in, this, in their inner relationship, they, just, they had to come to the, to the realization that their love was big enough to cover them. But they 
but their ego tricked them into believing that they had to be perfect all the time. I'll stress that again. Their love was big enough to handle their imperfections, but the ego convinced them that nothing less than perfection was going to be enough. Crazy. That's a lot of stress for a relationship, y'all. It is. Again, we are de- we devoted this episode to the ego because we know that when you are operating an ego, when you are active in your ego, when you are alive and well and tricked by your ego, you will stress your relationship the heck out. You will. Yes, you will. Yep. And and I'm telling you, I want to re re. I mean, I have to stress this that when you start to move out of ease. That's a dead giveaway mm-hmm. that you are, you may not be all the way in ego, but you're moving toward it. That's why we wrote Love Literacy. It's a conscious journey to healthy relationships. Never suffer in silence or struggle in love. Get your copy of Love Literacy. It's available in print, ebook, and the audio book is available right now for pre-order. Get your copy of Love Literacy today. Stop. Yeah. Oh, 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 my peace is not. Mm, I'm, yeah. I'm getting into stress. What's going on? What role am I playing? What's the ego doing? Yeah. Stop it. Remember the steps. We gave you some real work to counter ego. Listen yeah. to this over and over. And again, if you struggle, we'll help you through it because we recognize that ego is one of the most trickiest, but most volatile and often damaging in yeah. relationships. Again, a lot of people, a lot of couples throw their whole relationship away yeah. just because they both are stuck in ego and they don't know the difference. Yeah. The person can't say they're sorry. Can't. I mean, simple things. They can't say they're sorry. They can't. They can't. Uh, you know. And it just seems like they don't care about you. And they're just stuck in that 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 rigid egoic space. Mm-hmm. And they really are. They in their minds in that unconscious space they're in. They feel like they're fighting for their lives. Yeah. So the two of you are not. Neither of you are getting what mm-hmm. you need. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's yeah. challenging. It's challenging. Don't do this. Don't struggle in your relationship journey alone. Again, we committed this ego episode because we recognize it's one of the most common ones that trip people up. And we are all about healthy relationships. So all of the tools you need to have a healthy relationship, we are here to support you. And yeah. just recognize that the ego cannot be in yeah. the picture. It can't. Yeah. We would love to hear about your challenges with the ego or just let us know you're listening. Leave us a voice message or inbox us, share your name and your city. Yeah, we also want to hear your relationship questions. So if you have questions about any relationship challenge you have, email your questions to wlwdevelops at gmail.com. That's wlwdevelops at gmail.com. We'll add them to an upcoming episode. Well, that's our time and thank you for joining us. And we hope you'll join us next week on the When Love Works podcast for more bite-sized consciousness made actionable. Until Until next time, time. bye. Bye.